everyone and welcome back to our channel of KLP Entertainment. Reporting live from our newsroom, this is SNN. I'm Beatrix Gemma. Here's your business news breaking for July 31st. An X sign, installed on the roof of the company's headquarters in San Francisco as part of its rebranding, lacked proper permits, officials said. An X sign installed on Twitter's San Francisco headquarters on Friday as part of the company's rebranding is under investigation by the city for lacking proper permits, according to officials. A building permit is required to make sure the sign is structurally sound and installed safely, Patrick Hannon, a spokesman for the San Francisco Department of Building Inspection, said in a statement on Sunday. Planning review and approval is also necessary for the installation of this sign. An inspector went to the Twitter headquarters on Friday to notify the company that it was in violation and to request access to the roof to inspect the sign, according to a complaint filed with the city. Twitter representatives told the inspector that the sign was a temporary lighted sign for an event, the complaint said. Inspectors with the city attempted to gain access to the roof a second time on Saturday, but upon arrival access was denied again by tenant, the complaint said. Twitter did not immediately respond to a request for comment on Sunday. Matt Dorsey, the District 6 supervisor who represents the part of the city where Twitter has its headquarters, said the company seemed to be in an adversarial posture when it refused to let building inspectors in. He said he hoped that it would change its stance. I would like to sort of extend an olive branch, Mr. Dorsey said. I think there's a lot of people in city government who would welcome the opportunity to work with a large employer like X, and let's figure out what we're going to do with the sign, but we can have a good productive partnership with a city employer. This is not the first time the social media company has run into an issue over signage. The San Francisco police stopped workers on Monday from removing the brand's iconic bird logo from the side of the building saying that the workers had not taped off the sidewalk to keep pedestrians safe if anything fell, the Associated Press reported. A complaint about that sign's removal was also filed with the city. The X was installed shortly after the original sign was removed, the AP reported. The X sign drew criticism on social media for its bright flashing lights shining into apartments. Elon Musk, the tech billionaire who bought Twitter for $44 billion last year, wrote on Twitter on July 23, soon we shall bid adieu to the Twitter brand and, gradually, all the birds. About 24 hours later, Twitter officially changed its logo. Russian propaganda is spreading into the world's video games. In Minecraft, the immersive game owned by Microsoft, Russian players reenacted the battle for Solidar, a city in Ukraine that Russian forces captured in January, posting a video of the game on their country's most popular social media network, Kontakt. A channel on the Russian version of World of Tanks, a multiplayer warfare game, commemorated the 78th anniversary of the defeat of Nazi Germany, they with a recreation of the Soviet Union's parade of tanks in Moscow in 1945. On Roblox, the popular gaming platform, a user created an array of interior ministry forces in June to celebrate the national holiday, Russia Day. 
These games and adjacent discussion sites like Discord and Steam are becoming online platforms for Russian agitprop, circulating to new, mostly younger audiences a torrent of propaganda that the Kremlin has used to try to justify the war in Ukraine. In this virtual world, players have adopted the letter Z, a symbol of the Russian troops who invaded last year, embraced legally specious Russian territorial claims in Crimea and other places, and echoed President Vladimir V. Putin's efforts to denigrate Ukrainians as Nazis and blame the West for the conflict. Glory to Russia, declared a video tutorial on how to construct a flagpole with a Russian flag on Minecraft. It showed a Russian flag over a cityscape labeled Luhansk, one of the Ukrainian provinces that Russia has illegally annexed. The gaming world is really a platform that can impact public opinion to reach an audience, especially young populations, said Tanya Becker, a researcher at Active Fence, a cybersecurity company that identified several examples of Russian propaganda on Minecraft for the New York Times. Microsoft's president, Brad Smith, disclosed in April that the company's security teams had identified recent Russian efforts basically to penetrate some of these gaming communities, citing examples in Minecraft and in Discord discussion groups. He said Microsoft had advised governments, which he did not name, about them, but he played down their significance. In truth, it's not the no. One thing we should worry about, Mr. Smith said at an economic conference in Washington organized by Semaphore, the news site. They're going to publish information somewhere. You know, it just happens to be a good place for them to get the information into circulation. The head of Microsoft's threat analysis team, Clint Watts, told researchers at New York University's Stern School of Business that the Russian paramilitary force known as the Wagner Group promoted malign narratives on Discord and Steam to support the Kremlin's views. It may have also sought to encourage enlistments when Russian combat casualties were taking an enormous toll. The propaganda mainly seeks to make Wagner and the Russian military look cool and menacing, Mr. Watts told the researchers, who were examining extremism in video games. Microsoft declined to elaborate on its executives' comments or to respond to questions about the Russian examples except to say in a statement that the company reviews content that violates its community standards. Although some of the material reflects the views of ordinary Russians, other examples suggested government involvement. The Kremlin's reach into video games shows how tenaciously Mr. Putin's government has sought to bolster its political goals by using Western social media and consumer products despite diplomatic and economic isolation. In June, celebrities, musicians and at least one Russian government official staged a concert on Minecraft celebrating Russia Day. The official, Ekaterina Mizulina, is a member of the Civic Chamber, an advisory body, and the head of the Russian Internet Safety League. Her mother, Yelena, serves in the Upper House of Parliament, and has been a prominent ally of Mr. Putin's, sponsoring conservative legislation targeting, among other things, homosexuality. Other memes appearing in games are sympathetic to the Wagner Group, which was led by Evgeny V. Prigozhin until a mysterious military mutiny unraveled last month. Mr. Prigozhin, 
once a close ally of Mr. Putin's, is a veteran of information operations, having founded the Internet Research Agency, the Street Petersburg company that interfered in the American presidential election in 2016. The Victoria's Secret fashion show became a cultural touchstone that embodied glitz, glamour, and sexuality over the course of its 20-year run. It's more about the bodies. I think I'd make sure that they don't put stuff on that like but they fit. But following societal shifts and the Me Too movement, it started to epitomize the company's problems. Here we go, Judy. Now, after a four-year hiatus, the event is back. The Victoria's Secret has a delicate tightrope to walk between totally rebranding itself and relying on its successful roots. Victoria's Secret was founded in 1977 by Roy Raymond, who started the company initially for men to shop for their wives and girlfriends, but it quickly became popular among women as well. And by the mid-80s and the late-90s, Victoria's Secret had on board models like Heidi Klum and Tyra Banks, who really brought cultural significance to a brand that really only started in suburban malls. There was so much noise made about the way these supermodels looked. They were super tall, they were super lean, so it really did create a narrowly impossible beauty standard that very few people could meet. By the early 2000s, Victoria's Secret's fashion show had millions of viewers every year, and it really became a cultural symbol of both what it means to be sexy, but also where to buy your underwear and lingerie. Then, in the midst of some highly publicized sexual assault charges against some of Hollywood's elite, a movement started by Toronto Burke back in 2006 explodes online. And hashtag MeToo is everywhere. I was sexually assaulted a bunch of time. That we are here, we're woke. We are ready. Once the MeToo movement really gained traction in the US and more and more women were coming out with their stories of sexual abuse and harassment, questions about all kinds of marketing, especially marketing that was perpetuated by men, came into question. And Victoria's Secret, of course, was dominated by male leaders. You have to be beautiful, you have to be athletic, you have to be healthy. Victoria's Secret Chief Marketing Officer Ed Razek came out and said that the company would never hire transgender or plus-size models in its fashion show. Sales peaked in 2017 at $7.8 billion, but beginning in 2018 started to decline. People wanted to see body types that looked like them. Were it not to have its size range be large enough for the average American woman can be really disheartening for a lot of people. In 2019, Victoria's Secret said it would cancel its annual fashion show. The viewership had been declining for some years, which is also evidence of the sort of cultural shift. Victoria's Secret has been under fire for a long time. It raises a question about the whole image of the company. Prior to 2021, Victoria's Secret was part of a larger parent company called L Brands, which also owned The Limited and Bath & Body Works. This is a ladies' paradise. Les Wexner, who is a prominent Ohio billionaire, was at the helm of L Brands. And Wexner developed a personal relationship with Jeffrey Epstein. Epstein used that connection to try to get closer to young women. He does have very close ties to Jeff Epstein that will potentially hurt his business a lot. In 2020, Wexner stepped down from his role as CEO. Victoria's Secret was spun out of Albrands as its own public company. And since it went public in August of 2021, the shares are down more than 65%. Let's talk about Skim. The landscape of the lingerie and underwear market was changing. 
Consumers were consistently spending more online even before COVID-19. Small brands founded on Instagram or direct-to-consumer brands that were focused on e-commerce started to eat into market share. In recent years, we've seen a lot of female-fronted brands like Parade, like Rihanna's Savage Fenty brand. Nubian Skin was one that in the very early days extended the shape range. If you think about the way Lively and Spanx in particular highlighted their female founders, it was a matter of we want this to be and that contrasts greatly with Victoria's Secret. Many of them are also still accessible price-wise. Hi everyone, Megan Rapino here. Meanwhile, Victoria's Secret dives into its rebrand, leaning into diversity and inclusion with several new campaigns. We're embedding DEI into our business initiatives that are both internal-facing but also consumer-facing, so touching our customers and supplier diversities. The relaunch of the iconic fashion show is an opportunity for the brand to put a button on all of these changes. Instead of a live event, it'll premiere as a film this fall, featuring designers from around the world. But there will be angels, there will be wings, and they've said that they are going to work with some of the models that were part of the original production. There's a lot of younger generations who are really idolizing the aughts. They really do want the glitz and the glamour. So there can be that traction there. From a year earlier, in the first three months of 2023, sales are down 11%. And the company said in early June that the full year forecast will be weaker than it originally expected. Despite the sales decline, its power isn't gone. Victoria's Secret remains the largest player in the U.S. lingerie market. It has nearly a thousand stores globally. It's still selling billions of dollars worth of products every year. And it's one of the few public companies in this market. And so it doesn't seem like it's going away anytime soon.